welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. How many believe he is deserving of our praise? Amen. Praise God. There's nothing like him, nobody like him. And uh, it is a distinct honor to know him. And, uh, I look at it this way, just in my simple terms. He doesn't need me, but I need him. <laughs> praise God. That's what's so important in our everyday life to understand that if it wasn't for Jesus, where would we actually be today? I think we could all probably find that place really quick. If uh, walking down memory lane, this is Memorial Day weekend, and we uh, celebrate and uh, think about the lives of those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate price so that you and I can sit here today, amen, and to be able to freely worship God and lift Him up so we can never, uh, we can never stop for a moment, take a minute, say a prayer, enough to thank them for what uh, the price that they paid, amen. And so uh, I, would challenge you, I would challenge you today, there is a... Uh, a, a video that you can go to YouTube and watch called the Star Spangled the Star Spangled Banner, as you've never heard it, and it's a narration of the song and the roots of where it came from. Has anybody here seen that before, Sister Bond? That some of y'all have. It's a narration, and I promise you that you know we'll set up and we'll put our hand over heart. We'll sing the song, but do we really? understand the the founding of that song and I promise you it will move you and give you a deeper a deeper love for this wonderful country that we live in it is the best in the world folks I, I wouldn't trade our country for any other country and I've been to quite a few of them but I would never trade it for any other country you can have fun in other countries but there's nobody like this there's no country like the United States of America. And so we celebrate today those that have gone before. Uh, we've got our national cemeteries. We've got Arlington Cemetery. We've got cemeteries over in France that have headstones that, that signify a person and that tell us of how that, uh, uh, you know, their name and the date of their birth and their death. But when you see those stones, it speaks something different to you. It speaks of sacrifice. It's not like, you know, a, a stone that would tell you the name of a person and all that. But when you see that kind of a stone, you think somebody's here because they paid that ultimate price. Second Peter today, the first chapter. <clears throat> We're so glad you're here this morning. There's a lot of people out of town. Uh, we understand that. 
This is supposed to be the first big weekend before summer. <clears throat> Feels a little bit more as we was walking in church this morning, a little bit more like fall. <clears throat> and uh, when things like this happen, my voice kind of gets, I get all that stuff. How many knows what I'm talking about? Mornings are horrible for me. <clears throat> and so uh, uh, I do that just a little bit when it happens. Second Peter, the first chapter, verses 12 and 13, he says, Wherefore, I will not be, I will not be negligent, everybody say negligent, to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up, everybody say stir you up, by putting you in remembrance. By putting you in remembrance. Look, let me stop and tell you this morning, preaching is more than just taking a text, uh, talking a little bit about that text, and just kind of going through it for the educational purposes. But when you preach the Word of God, what we're trying to do is bring you into remembrance. Remember what has the Lord done for you. On Memorial Day, remember the sacrifice that was paid on Calvary. Remember his life that he laid down, the, ble- the blood that he shed so that you and I can have the liberty and the freedom we can have from sin today as we stand here. Praise God. If you're thankful for that, raise your hands and thank God for it as we, amen, go into this message today. Lord God, we thank you. <clears throat> we worship you. We honor you. Amen. You're worthy of all the praise and adoration that we've given you this morning and many times over. And I pray, God, today as we delve into your word, that your word actually would be that lamp unto our feet to lead us and guide us along the way. And God, I pray that we will embrace that word. Amen. And love you for what you have done for us. Amen. And serve you, Lord God. Amen. So that we can help others. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. So what a day it is. Actually, tomorrow is Memorial Day. We celebrate this weekend. But the important part of it is that don't, don't, don't fail to forget. You know, we just had a, uh, a memorial service here, a celebration of life for Brother John Murray, uh, gone on to be with the Lord. And uh, yet he spent 20 years and one day, got to put that one day in there, 20 years and one day of his life in the military. Hey, man, serving this great country and giving himself uh, sacrificially to the things uh, that would protect this country and many others that we know and many of your family members uh, that are have gone on and uh, and some of you can uh, uh, tell stories about that the memories are wonderful amen I, I have a uh, I don't even know where he's at in my great 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 you know he was from the Civil War Eli Heideball buried over here not too far from my mom and dad under the cannons and uh, he died uh, not in the Civil War. He was in the Civil War, but he died after uh, the Civil War. But yet, uh, if you've ever studied the Civil War at all, you will know that uh, that was one, one terrible war that was fought against brothers. Brother against brother, family against family. It would split families, and many things would happen during that Civil War, amen, to bring about uh, the freedom of, of, of many wonderful uh, people that that were living lives uh, of slaves and things of that nature that, that we know today is just not right. It's not what it was, uh, that it should be, but yet they laid down their lives 
amen, willingly, amen. They, they, many of them died uh, for the cause of this great country. And so it's a wonderful thing. But there's something that happens when you, how many's ever, how many, how many's ever been in a situation where you couldn't remember? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. We do that, right? Uh, you know, you're looking at somebody that you know, but you can't remember their name. Yeah, right. It's really good here to say, hey, brother, how you doing? You learn how to cope or learn how to, to uh, kind of make other phrases up. Uh, you know, uh, we, there was a 19th century American philosopher. His name was uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. And, and when you read about his story, you read where he suffered from uh, a, a, an increasingly faulty memory. And uh, there was things that would slip in mind. Anybody got that problem today? Uh, he would complain when they would slip his mind. In his, in his uh, uh, 19th century lingo, he would say, he would talk about his naughty memory. Now, if we would say naughty memory in our day and time, we wouldn't think that was such a good word. So, he, you know, we would probably say our faulty memory or, you know, our memory is going bad. Uh, and so he was having this issue with his memory. And so uh, he would uh, forget the names of, of, of different objects like... Uh, like uh, you and I do. Uh, can you hand me the, uh, 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 yeah, that right there. That's a salt shaker. Yeah, that's what it is, a salt shaker. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, and so he would have memory problems, and so he uh, uh, couldn't think of the word plow, and he would call it the implement that cultivates the soil. You remember the implement that cultivates the soil, but you can't remember the word plow. <laughs> and, and, and so he, uh, 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 and, and sometimes uh, uh, he would forget the names of different objects, and, and, and in order to speak of them, he would refer to them in this roundabout way. How many's ever done that before? But more importantly was the fact that he could not remember the names of people who he was quite familiar with. And so it was at this point that he was at the funeral of a friend who was, the, was a poet, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. You probably heard of him one time or another, ran across him. And he commented to uh, another person that was there. He said, that gentleman has a sweet, beautiful soul. But I have entirely forgotten his name. How many ever done that before? You say, Pastor, you keep asking that question because, you know, I do that all the time. You know, I'll do things. You know, I'll know somebody. I'm like, man, what is their name? What is their name? What is their name? What is their name? Or we'll, we'll, we'll remember something, but we can't put the name on it, so we'll point. And, and my wife will always tell me, uh, pointing at it is not telling me what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what I want, I just can't tell you what I want. But we understand in this situation that, 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 that what, I, what am I, what am I? You know, my mother, God, God bless her, she's gone on to be with the Lord, but, but uh, uh, my, my, uh, my mother uh, uh, first developed dementia, and then it went into full-blown Alzheimer's. And to walk down that, Brother John and Sister Joyce understand this, and many of you do, but to walk down that path, you see life there and and, and it seems like everything's 
fine. You can deal with some of the small things. No big deal. You're still able to go and do and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 but then all of a sudden, uh, it's that short-term memory that, that, that's, uh, that starts to vacate the premises of your mind. And you can't remember those things, but yet the long-term memory is still there. And, and that's the last thing to go. But, but in the process, process of it all, and I won't, I won't bore you with the details of it this morning and, and how it happens, but you, you kind of just watch in that situation, uh, Brother John, as the light just gets dimmer and dimmer in their eyes. You watch as they begin to forget over a period of time, and there's nothing you can do about it. You try, uh, in the short term, you try, what is this, what is that, or who is this, right? Who is this? I've been everybody, I've been everybody from, from uh, uh, you know, my mom had me as, as my dad, uh, had my son as me, and then had another ministering uh, uh, brethren that became that dressed like dad, had the hat on and the long coat. Then he was dad and I was me and, and she just couldn't. Uh, and, and so I remember when he tried to explain that to her and his wife says, no, nah, don't do that. She's not, she's fine. Just let her think what she's thinking. Right? So you have to realize there are problems. There is loss of memory. And that's why today, you know, we have places, cemeteries, you go there and you remember that person, that, 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 what, whoever it was, your mom, dad, brother, sister, uh, uh, son, daughter, uh, you know, you go there and it's at that grave site, at that stone that you look at. It's not so much the plot of ground as it is that stone that, that brings back the memory to you of who that person was. And sometimes you might sit there and laugh about something that you remember that happened during their life. Amen. But, 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 but a loss of memory, when you are cut off from your past, I don't know about you, but it's very frustrating when, when I even uh, cannot remember something uh, that I'm trying to remember from my past. Is there anybody else? There should be a few of you here this morning that, that, that actually have that problem. Right? I was listening to a I was listening to the radio the other day, Brother Walter, and and a guy was given an advertisement, and uh, he was talking about how you know he can't he can't uh, he was having a problem with memory and he had a really big job and and all this kind of stuff, but he was he was losing that memory and and uh, uh, and then he said so about three or four years ago he started talking started taking Prevagen, okay. And the prevagen, and so he gets to the point where somebody said to him, man, you got a memory like an elephant. And I'm thinking, man, if it works that quick, sign me up. Where's this stuff at? I want that prevagen. Right? <laughs> you know? And it doesn't make no difference to my wife. She, I'll tell her, say, man, order me some of that prevagen. And, and uh, I haven't said this yet, but, but, but when I do, because I, I know I've done some other things, order me some of this prevagen. And she'll say, it ain't going to do you no good. <laughs> but but sometimes when you are cut off from your past all of a sudden it can affect your 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 purpose in life it can affect right now your present it can affect your future because without a past what what purpose do you have amen because you don't remember why you're here and, and in, the, in a spiritual context, I think when we're cut off from our past spiritually, uh, then all of a sudden we can get to a place to where it causes uh, uh, us to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, thankless or unthankful for the things of God because we're cut off. We don't remember what, you know, we say, look what the Lord hath done. 
Anytime you forget Calvary, anytime you forget the price, anytime you forget the sacrifice that Jesus made for you, uh, amen, all of a sudden that puts us in a place where we have a, if I may say, a spiritual loss of memory. Amen. Because really, honestly, there needs to be a thankfulness in our heart each and every day for the price that he paid for us. Why am I here? If you don't have, a, if you don't have some kind of a, a memory of your past, amen, you will no longer value it. Let me say it again. When my mom was going through this, this period, we started grabbing pictures. We started getting boxes out. Why? Because we wanted her, while she had her memory, to tell us who some of these people were. Let's ride on the back of this car. Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this in your family? Amen. Because we knew, amen, that, that, that sooner or later, and it could have been sooner, amen, that she wouldn't remember who that person was in that picture anymore. You say, well, well, why? Well, <clears throat> because one of the things you do when you go in and see them and, and, and you'll ask them, you know, about things, you'll question them. You know, everybody does it, you know. You know, sometimes you'll say, who am I? Because you just want to say, well, you're Dan. You're my son. Okay, wow, she remembers that, thank God. Right? And I remember walking in one day and I was talking to her and you've heard the story before, but I'm going to tell it again anyway. And it's just something as simple as this. Something as simple as this. I walked in 10 minutes after, after she had eaten lunch. I walked in her room, and she's just kind of laughing a little bit. We're just kind of enjoying our time together. And I said, hey, Mom, what'd you have to eat? And she stopped. And, and she just kept looking and had that little look in her face and her eyes. And she looked at me and, and kept looking. And I asked her again. I said, Mom, you just ate lunch? Yeah. I said, well, what did you eat? What did you eat today for lunch? And she kept looking at me for a minute. Finally, she did one of those roundabouts, you know, one of those things where she couldn't pinpoint it, but she said, she started smiling. She says, I don't know, but it was good. I don't know, but it was good. She couldn't tell me what she ate, but she said to, 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 to uh, mask it or whatever, I don't know, but it was good. Amen, I'm here to tell you right now that, that when we think about the past, the past, the memories, uh, amen, when we, when we think about the pictures or the collage on the wall at, at, a, at a graduation party or, or maybe at a, at, at a, uh, a celebration service for, for a loved one or a friend, uh, it's those pictures that you walk up to uh, and, and all of a sudden, the, I remember that. It might have been 1948, but I remember that or, 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 or 10, 15, 20 years ago. You can remember and the memory will start kicking in and you can begin to talk about what actually happened from a picture but sometimes those things go and when you lose that memory then you will no longer value that memory you forget and see, here's the deal about sin. Here's the deal about sin today because as, as children of God, sometimes we forget the goodness of God. We forget what God has done for us. We forget how kind and how merciful and how gracious that he has been to us. And we forget all about that. And what do we do? We end up repeating the same sin that God brought us out of.
How many knows what I'm talking about today? We keep repeating the sin. Why? Because we have forgotten the goodness of God. We have forgotten the sacrifice at Calvary. We've forgotten the blood that was shed to cover a multitude of sins. We've forgotten all about that. And then we repeat it. I call that memory loss. Memory loss. You have forgotten the goodness of God. Now, how many can raise your hand today and say, yeah, pastor, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged, right? Amen, because sometimes we just get in that moment, we get in that time, and we allow things to infiltrate our mind to try to take over our mind and cause us to kind of fall back into that. I don't want to be in a situation where I I lose that memory of what God has done, and it causes me to repeat the things that I've done before. Because if you forget, you will fall. If you forget, you will fail. And you will begin to lose your reliance on God. That's a problem with the world today. The world today says we can do it. We've got the answers. Uh, we can, we can, we, we can uh, uh, settle the issues and, 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 and we can do this. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, you can do nothing within yourself when it comes to the spiritual things of God. We cannot forgive sin. We can't heal nobody. We, we can't do those kind of things. That is God in us. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. So you will forget. You'll fall. You'll fail. You will lose your reliance upon God. Amen. Pride will rise up. And I can do this on my own. No, you can't. You can't do it on your own. Don't ever lose that memorial in your mind. Don't ever lose. This right here, when you look at this right here, you need to thank, thank you, God, for your word because it is this word. To me, it's something that needs to be sitting there. Amen. And every time I look at it, it reminds me my memory kicks in gear. Look what the Lord hath done. It's like that song, look what the Lord hath done. He healed my body. Amen. He saved my soul. Man, he, there we go, the memory just went. He saved me just in time, healed my mind. Amen, whatever, you know. Amen, loss of memory will make you strangers. Right? Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. I can do this on my own. No, you can't. Because when you lose your memory, it's going to destroy your present. Because in that process, the, 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 the quick things that went, it was just a short-term memory and, and, and stuff that really wasn't, really maybe wasn't implanted in the brain like the old, the old stuff was. That's why my mom could still play the piano even after she had primarily checked out mentally because it was way back there in the brain somewhere, amen, and she was able to sit and play the piano up to a certain point. Amen. Because that's where, the, that's where you get hope. That's where you, you gain some hope, amen, when, you, when, when they'll bring something up from that long-term past. And you say, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Oh, they remembered that. But they can't remember anything here. You see, let me tell you something right now. Your relationship with Jesus Christ ought to be something more than just a short-term memory. 
Your relationship with Jesus Christ should be something that, that, is, that is just something you do at, at casually every now and then when you feel like it because there's other things that's, that's got my attention. There's more things that I need, to, I, I need to get involved with. No, you need to establish something in your memory back here that whenever you, whenever you adventure out, Amen. There's a memory there that says God's been too good to me. Uh, amen. God's been too good to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow that pursuit or do that. Amen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let God minister to me. Uh, amen. He is uh, uh, my only hope, my only chance, my my great my great God. If you forget, you'll fall, you'll fail. Remember that. Amen. If you lose your reliance on God, you're done for. If you ever start thinking you can do it on your own, you're fooling yourself. Amen, because when you lose your memory, it's going to destroy your present. It's going to destroy your ability. Things learned can no longer be remembered. You cannot grow. It'll destroy your identity. It'll destroy your relationship. And relationship is built on experience and time spent together and memories deepened relationships. Right? Amen, if you're going to build a relationship with somebody, you've got to have a memory. Right? Loss of memory will make you strangers. My wife and my daughter were wonderful with my mother. They, she, they, they, you know, they were, they were just gold to her. Amen. They could work through it. You know, I can, I can see my daughter to this day kissing my mom on her nose. Going in to see her as a young teenager. But yet me and my son struggled with it. We struggled with it because to, to my son, that's not grandma anymore. It just kind of freaked him out. He just didn't know what to do. And to me... It was the loss of my name not recognize me when I walked in the room. I struggled that. I struggled with that. I'm honest with you. I struggled with that. Yes, that was my mother. Yes, she was so good to me. Yes, she raised me. She fed me. She changed my diapers. She, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. But that, that memory that I was remembering now is like, you know, getting all muddied because I can remember that, but yet now it's totally different. Why? Because now that connection is gone. You see, that's why it's important for each and every one of us to, to evaluate uh, and, 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 and say, my, my relationship with, with people are, 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 are great. My, my time with people, I need to remember everything I can. Uh, amen. We don't know, uh, you know how each and uh, every one of us uh, are, are going to uh, uh, end up as far as that is concerned. But I'm going to tell you something right now. While you have the chance, uh, amen, make sure that you're implanting things uh, and let those impressions go into your mind uh, and your memory. Amen. And love them. Don't block them out. Love them. And realize that your walk with God, amen, means more than just a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or a Tuesday night prayer or a Wednesday night Bible study. Because here I'm going to tell you something right now, and, 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 and it's very important for, for us to realize it. And you say, well, it's just like, a, you, you know, we understand that, do we? Do we understand the scripture that says, Thy word I, that I've hid, that, that, that your, the word that I've hid in my heart, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Well, the only way you can hide the word in your heart is by doing what? Come on, real loud today. Reading it. You got to delve into it. 
Now, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here that's probably not going to be really popular, but, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, 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 if I spend, if I spend uh, uh, several hours a week uh, reading uh, other novels and nonfiction and, and, or, or fiction or what, whatever it is, all these other novels, if I spend all week long and I spend eight hours or so throughout that week reading on those things, but I never pick this up, What memories do I want established in my life more than anything else? It's the memories of the book, this book, not any book, the Bible, the Holy Scripture. It's this that's going to help me in my everyday life. It's this that's going to give me the, the, the covering that I need. It's this that will give me the strength when I'm walking through the valley. It's this that will speak to me uh, in the hardest times of my life and say, yeah, you can keep doing that. You can keep going. Jesus is with you. The great shepherd is there with you, right? It's this book. Now, I'm not saying all those other ones are wrong. I'm just saying you got to prioritize. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise God this morning. we got to know him, right? Know him. I don't want to be a stranger. I don't want to destroy my faith, the lack of memory. Amen. Do you know trust is based on experience and we don't immediately trust somebody, right? Do you just walk up to somebody that you've never known, shake their hand, hug their neck and say, oh man, I trust you with my life. Do you? Well, well, let, me, let, me, let me slip that over into the spiritual realm. If we forget what God has done in our lives, we will not believe in, the future, in, in, in his future ability to do anything for us. Because you're just not going to trust him just to trust him. you got to know him. That's why I make the statement often, and I wish people would buy into it and understand what it really means. Amen. There's a difference between you knowing of God and knowing God. Amen. Take that to heart. Implant that in your mind. Because knowing of God just simply means, yeah, yeah, I know. I know John. Yeah, I know John. But I don't, I, I know his name. I know him. But if I want to really know him, we're going to go to La Rosa's or we're going to go to Frisch's or we're going to go places and we're going to talk and we're going to understand. I'm going to understand his life. He's going to understand mine. We're going to spend time together. We're going to, whatever that might be, if you want to know somebody, you got to spend time with them. If you want to know, amen, Jesus Christ, uh, you got to spend time with him. Because if you don't spend time with him, you don't know him. You know of him, but you don't know him. <laughs> I only get to preach one time today, so, so I'm going to make it good. How many agrees with that statement? If I don't spend time with him, I know of him, but I don't know him. Come on, don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself for one moment. That's why, that's why change must come. That's why change must happen in our lives. Amen. It's not just saying a simple prayer. There has to be something that activates within us. Amen. And that's the spirit and the presence of God. As we are filled, as we are filled with His Spirit, amen, 
Amen. We, we are, something happens to us like, like nothing else and you have to get a hold of it because, because you can't just know of him and be okay. You got to know him. Everybody say, I must know him. Because if we lose our memory, it will stop our future. Without a past, we have no present. Without a present, there is no future. Without the ability, there is no growth. Without identity, there is no inheritance. Without faith, there is no hope. Without salvation, there is no rapture. It amuses me when people say, "Ah, I don't believe in that, that, that rapture stuff. I don't believe. Well, the, the, the reason you don't believe is because you, you're lacking in the experience or the relationship with Jesus Christ. Come on, because without salvation, uh, no, why, why would we believe in a rapture? Let's go further. Why should we believe in a hell? Right? Amen. That's where a lot of people are walking. Good people are walking around in the world today, but they don't know God. They don't know. They don't believe his word. And so when his word says, yes, this is what's going to happen, and they don't want to receive that word, amen. So the best way to not have it bother you is just don't read it. It's like, let me just put it as simple as this. It's like if you have nightmares, don't read the book It. Don't read those horror uh, uh, books and, and don't, don't, don't watch that stuff uh, that you know is going to freak you out and you're just not going to sleep well. Why do you do that for? Why? Because you know it's going to mess with you. So if you don't want the bad dreams, uh, if you don't want to, to wake up with cold sweats at night, if you don't want to worry what's behind the curtain uh, in your house or behind the, in the other room or, 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 or right outside your window, if you don't want to have those fears, uh, then don't fill your mind uh, with all of that junk. But here's what I say about the rapture. Here's what I say about the catching away. If you, if, if, if you want if you, if you to know anything about it, you got to get it in a book. So I want this in my brain. Why? Because when I got the word in my brain and in my life, then it's that word that's going to walk before me. And anytime my life wants to take a detour, that word is going to pop up in my head and say, no. You want to be ready for when the Lord comes. I don't want my future, I don't want my spiritual life to just be put in park. Amen. I want to. I want to have. Amen. Why is the past, Why is your past so important in your life? Hopefully, you remember where you came from and remember you don't want to go back there. Right? You want to. You want to stay and go further in God because that's not what you know. What, what What did Paul said? I'm a new creature. He said, "You're a new creature in Christ Jesus." What? Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Amen. We make statements like, "Oh, they're a chip off the old block." Well, they're just like their mom or their dad. Well, I, I you know, I mean, we we fun we fun and we joke about that sometimes. But why don't we understand that? No, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. His spirit is in you. So. If his spirit is in you, then he should help you not be like that. Remember the memorials. Memorials help us remember. That's what they're all about. Remember. Why do we want to remember the the tombstones at Normandy in France? 
Why do you go to Arlington Cemetery? Why do you go to the other little cemeteries uh, in different cities around uh, uh, our great country and you walk in and the stones are pretty much the same uh, and you look at that. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's the price that somebody paid so that you and I can have our freedom that we have today. Let me say it again. Go on YouTube and watch that. The Star Spangled Banner like you never heard it and the narration of it. You need to listen to it. I'm telling you, it's not that long, but I'm going to tell you what, it will, it will give you a fresh appreciation of this great country that we live in, the patriots that stood against a, a, a great empire. It's talking about the flag. You need to look at it. I'm telling you, it will move you to tears because it helps you remember. Memorials will help you point to significant events. It will point to you to things that, that have been done in the past. Memorials will let you know and, 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 and cause you to remember those that have gone on before us. In 1 Corinthians, Paul writes the 11th chapter, verse 24, 25, and verse 26. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance. Everybody say in remembrance. This do ye in remembrance of me. Yeah, we, we read these scriptures when we do communion. But look, don't, don't get to the place to where you just hear the words uh, and you just do the, the action and the motion uh, and not remember when he said you do this in remembrance. A body that was broken for you, do it in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. In other words, remember the blood that was shed for you. Amen. Remember the sacrifice that was paid for you. Amen. Don't just kind of block it out of your mind. Don't just kind of sidestep it. But remember, it was an actual thing. My body was broken. My blood was shed. Amen. So that you could have salvation. Verse 26, he said, for as often as you eat the bread, drink this cup, you do, and you do show the Lord's death till he come. In other words, you need to have this in your life because you need to remember this day and remember how it's affected your life until the day he comes back for you, right? Oh, clap your hands. If you're looking forward to that day, clap your hands and praise him. What's it tell us? It tells me that salvation is available. It tells, tells me that I need to remember the sacrifice that was paid. It tells me about the pain. It tells me about the suffering. It tells me about the humiliation. Amen. It tells me about the love of the Lord that he had for not just those in that day, but all of us even right now today. Remember the sacrifice. Amen. Everybody say the sacrifice. Amen. You got to remember the empty tomb. You got to you got to remember that he rose from the dead. You got to you 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 got to understand and remember that you uh, uh, can be saved. Amen. Why? Because of that sacrifice. Because of the grace that is made and was made available to us today. Once again, Revelations chapter 2, verses 1 and also verse 5. Notice what, what about the church at Ephesus. And he says, Unto the angel of the church at Ephesus write, These things saith he the, that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. 
Remember therefore, verse 5, remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto you quickly and will remove thy candlestick or thy lampstand out of his place. Except, he used the word except translated unless you repent. You are saved. So remember the altar. You are saved. So remember that time with God. You are saved. So don't just kind of shortchange God in your relationship. Be faithful to him. Honor him. Look at that book, and I hope we all have one. If you don't, I'll buy you one. But look at this every day and let it bring you in remembrance of what he has done in your life. Bring me to remembrance. Everybody say, remember the altar. Because you got to understand this. Calvary is meaningless without a Pentecost. You had Calvary, and 50 days later, you had Pentecost. Pentecost is not there if Calvary wasn't there. Amen. So you got to remember that, that Calvary does mean something. Everybody say, Calvary means something. Remember who you are. Who are you? I am a child of God. I'm a blood-bought, born-again, baptized in Jesus' name. I'm lib- I've been liberated. I'm a... I'm a child of the king. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. If you're glad to be a child of the king, come on. Magnify him here this morning. Magnify him here this morning. You, you are a child of God. Go back in Joshua, the fourth chapter. Amen, a, a familiar story, verses six and seven. Remember the stones that were in the river was the message. Amen, that this may, he said in verse six, that this may be signed unto you, uh, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, say, what mean ye by these stones? Then you shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. What were they there for? Amen. They want you to know you've seen the power of God. Amen. You need to remember the miracles. You need to remember the provision from God. So when your children come up and they say, what is this? Uh, Amen. What does this mean, Grandpa? What does this mean, Grandma? Amen. And they ask those questions. You need to be able to look at them uh, and say, this is what God done for us. Look what the Lord hath done. Don't ever forget where God brought you from. Amen. God brought you from a, a swollen, uh, awful place. Uh, amen. River, if I might say. Uh, amen. He, was al- he allowed you and helped you to get across it. Uh, whatever your problem was, whatever your situation was, whatever was going on in your life right then, uh, God came down uh, and swept you to a place of safety. Uh, amen. Under his wing. Uh, amen. Don't ever forget, amen, where God brought you from. Second Timothy, verse 5. We're going to get called to remembrance again. Paul says, when, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois 
and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Come on. Remember Lois and Eunice. Remember your grandmother and your mother. Amen. I, I see it in you. Don't forget those things. Uh, mom was crazy. Yeah, grandma was nuts, man. She went to church all the time. And man, she would pray and, 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 and grandkids and stuff like that. You know, we'll look at that. But yet what happened is somewhere down the line, they lost that relationship. And now it's affecting Don't ever lose it. Don't ever lose it, Timothy. I'm going to call you to remember it's that unfaith faith that is in thee. Let me tell you where it came from. It came from your grandmother Lois. It came from your mother Eunice. Don't lose it. Let me say it this way. You need to look in your mind when you're going through some bad times in your life. You need to say, others made it. I can make it. Right? Come on, say that with me. Others have made it, and I can make it. What else do I need to remember? I'm going to come here. I'm going to close here shortly. 2 Peter 3, verses 3 and 4, and then verse 10, knowing this. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. And verse 10 it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in, 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 in the which the heavens shall pass away with great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burnt up. What should I remember? I should remember the voice of, of the angels as they looked at the two men and say, why, why look ye up standing in the, uh, gazing into the skies? Why are you looking at that? Because that same Jesus that has gone away is going to come back in like manner. Amen. There's going to be a day where, 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 where he's going to say, you know what? I'm done now. I'm done. The wickedness has come up before me. I'm finished. Uh, amen. Blow that trumpet. The Bible says there's going to be a loud shout. There's going to be a voice of the archangel. The, the trumpet of God's going to sound. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. Then we which are alive remain are going to be called together to meet them in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. You need to remember that. That day's not happened yet. It's coming. Let's stand together. Amen. Jesus rose in the air. And John recorded the, the rapture in Revelation. Uh, and, the, and, and he left this world. Uh, and folks, I'm telling you, we will leave this world one of these days. It's like that old song we used to sing, soon and very soon, uh, I'm going to see the king. <laughs> All right. Do you believe that today? Soon and very soon, I'm going to see the, the king. Amen. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. But I know that it's going to happen. And I'm going to do whatever I can to be ready for that day. I'm not going to sit on my laurels. I'm not going to sit down and just say, well, you know, uh, uh, I've got too, I'm too busy. Come on. Folks, let me tell you something. Right. Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of people that's going to get a memory flash. Amen. Sister Howard, when that day happens and people that have put this all off or kind of went their other direction or did whatever they want to do and they kind of let that memory die of what they had before, when it happens, I got news for the government and all the governments in the world. It won't be these UFOs 
that they're talking about that's going to come out and just beam us up. No, it's going to be Jesus Christ. So let me tell you today on this, on this Memorial Day weekend, on Memorial Day tomorrow, Memorial Day weekend, let me tell you this today. You cannot make a better decision. You couldn't have made a better decision than coming to church on, on this Memorial Day weekend. I grant you there's people that are out of town, all that, that's fine. But you have made a great choice coming to the house of God this morning. You know why? Because with us preaching the word of God, I want us to come into remembrance what the Lord has done for us. And maybe we can maybe we can grow stronger in God or maybe we can and establish a greater relationship with Him. Or maybe today we can say, you know what? I've never thought of it that way. I, I, I want to start this relationship. I want to start this race. I don't know where you're at in God, but I'll tell you this right now. Amen. On this Sunday, you need to say, you know what? Nothing else is more important to me right now than just talking to God for a little bit. And, and, and just kind of saying, Lord, if it were not from you, for you, where would I be, you know, right now? But thank God I'm here in your house. I can feel your presence. I sense your spirit. This is what it's all about, folks. We're going to sing something right now. I'm going to open these altars. You can come or you can find your place right there. I, I, I don't, you know, one of these days I'm going to stop find, saying find your place right there. I'm going to say the altars are open. You need to come. Amen. And, and really we need to do that. Amen. So let's just sing right now. Everybody in the house, just begin, to, just begin to talk to the Lord. Everybody, wherever you're at, front, back, side, side. Amen. There in your pew, up in the altar. I don't care where you're at. Just start talking to God right now. That's the most important thing right now. Talk to God. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I said, come on, raise your, raise your voice up all over the sanctuary right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you're worthy today. You're a hope, you're a help. Hallelujah, you're a hope, you're a help. Tap into it today. Come on, tap into it.